So everyone that was going to join is not joining today. Different <laughs> reasons. Um, a few, actually, a bunch of them are actually different protests. They're, now they're protesting the curfew and all that. So, oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Good for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm yeah, okay. I'm okay for now. <laughs> Cause, yeah. uh, it's getting a little crazy right now. Yeah, it is getting a little crazy. Um, it's getting a lot of crazy. This is going to get much worse before it gets better. Like, much worse. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if you saw when in Washington when protesters who were protesting peacefully got shot by rubber bullets, flashbangs, um, tear gas, and they weren't doing anything. It's, that's been happening all over the place. It, it's like, you know, a lot of people are saying, give us no more riots, right? And you know, a lot of people in government are saying the same, but then you have people on all sides that's just making it worse for everybody. You have cops who are being extremely over over the top, and then you have people who who are rioting, and you know they're just going crazy. And it's I feel like at, right now has the riots have nothing to do with the death of uh, Floyd. It's all people who just want to be out of the house. They just want to see things burn. It has nothing to do with the reason why everyone else is protesting. It has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. It has nothing to do with with a lot of the stuff that we spoke about the last time we spoke. Right. And I, I think that's a shame. I really do. Like Yeah, I mean, my friend and um one of my friends in Massachusetts pointed out and you know, and she she agrees with the protest. She's saddened by like the situation that's going on. Mm-hmm. But she's driving on the highway and you got people throwing rocks off of on the onto the highways at cars passing by. I mean, yep. What do you accomplish by doing that? You know? uh, good question. <laughs> That's an amazing question. And people <laughs> in Chicago, they said it happened in Philly, but people in Chicago let animals out of the zoo. Like what? My wife was so upset when I was telling her that, and I, it kind of made me regret telling her because I don't want to upset her. But like, people went to the zoo in Chicago and let the animals out. Like, I mean, that's crazy. Again, we talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. We're losing sight on why this, why these protests and anger has started from the very beginning. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really hear anyone, even though it was covered today, I didn't really hear many people talk about the press conference that the attorneys that are going to be prosecuting this cop and others were saying, the autopsy. How they declared right. it as murder, mm-hmm. you know. Um, all this is getting lost in messages, and I agree. And it's uh, it's got to stop. When you have the 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 victim's brother and family mm-hmm. saying that they're outraged and they should be, mm-hmm. but they're calling for stops for all this, they're not doing it. Which even if they were, doesn't make it right or wrong. Right. You shouldn't be more outraged than the family because they're the ones who are suffering through this more than any of us. Right. We get to go home and we get to go to bed and we get to hug our loved ones and, you know, wake up the next day and our lives will be the way it was yesterday. These people's lives will, are, are going to be changed forever, you right. know, and everyone wants justice. Everyone wants peace. 
but you're not accomplishing that by looting and letting letting animals out. You know, it, it sends the wrong message. I and I wish people would understand that. You know? Yeah. And it's like 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 I said the other day, you know, it's it's all material things and I get it. Yeah. Um but it's I feel like at this point it's much bigger than that. It's it it's too much. It's gonna what's gonna happen is everyone's gonna force someone's hand and then all the progress that we've made over the last couple of days is going to be for naught. And that's the part that's, that's like scary. You know, like if people were angry, there were riots, you know, they burned down the CVS. I'm, I, I'm not with it, but okay. I think at that point, the points were your point was made. I, at that point, it's like, we're mad. We see that you're mad. All right. It's a corporation with you know millions or if not billions of dollars, you're mad you burned one down. Target said they're with us. Okay, great. Why did we go and why are we abusing animals? Why are we throwing rocks? Mm. Like, think about it. Just because someone else is dead, that doesn't mean you need to go and hurt people who had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, even if cops are racist, to go and now try to attack them is not. It's not helping anything. You're not helping change their mind, no matter what skin tone you are. That's, that's no good. Like violence isn't going to do anything. I'm not saying we don't need something more aggressive. I'm not saying we don't need a revolution. I'm saying, as far as everyone's going, they're causing more damage than good. Mm-hmm. So they need. We need to just. Everybody, I feel like, just needs to take a day and step back. Like Ti said, July seventh, no one spent a dime. If you're a person of color, don't spend a dime. That to me, that sounds amazing. And Chris said it too. Hit them in their pockets. Let's mm-hmm. don't go and destroy things. You know, everybody's gonna have to pay for it. Hit them in their pockets. It's Wall Street. Hit Wall Street in their pockets. If the government hit the government in their pockets, like it's it's just it's it's mind boggling. It really is. People just need to take a step back. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm angry. I'm hurt. You've lost sleep. I've lost sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've had friends reach out, you know, from all walks because it's obviously a topic that is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't, I can't get away from it. Right. You know, and I'm seeing more and more people every hour, every day taking a stance because it bothers them. Right. It bothers them that they are being true they're seeing people in 2020 being treated in a way in which we're barbaric right you know and if you have grown up in any period of time in recent modern history in the last 30 years you know the list goes on and on yep and people want change and people cannot expect individuals to remain civil and happy while people are dying because of the color of their skin mm-hmm. and zero accountability or the, or the punishment is, is delayed. Whereas people, ordinary citizens would be, you know, arrested and prosecuted immediately, mm-hmm. you know, and I understand the system needs to change. You know, one of the things that really bothered me today and I had to take some stance and I'm still in the process of doing it um, was that some of my friends and people on Facebook were 
politicizing all of this. And so like you know, what point to what regard? I'm sorry. Like what were they doing if you don't mind my asking? Well, <clears throat> I have one friend who clearly is um a Republican and mm-hmm. you know she's a she's a Trump supporter, which you know everyone has the right to support who they want. Mm-hmm. And she's not a bad person by any mean. I've known her for so many years. She's like family to me. Mm-hmm. And the problem with her, and I've tried to explain this to her many times, is that her positions on things and her politics is inconsistent with her outrage. You can support a politician and you can support their, their politics and also at the same time call them out when they're wrong, yep. which she has a tendency to not do. And she points the fingers at her political opponents and is selected with her outrage. Going out of your way to um, point out that you don't like Joe Biden and look at what Joe Biden is doing and expressing that outrage, but being silent when it comes out all over the news that this man, uh, Mr. Floyd, is uh, death is ruled a homicide. Mm-hmm. You know, and to go to go and every time point out stuff that is in support of your guy, I, I say to people, is outrageous. And in a moment of time where we need social justice and we mean moral justice, it pisses me off that you would turn to politics when there are no politics in a social justice reform. It, it's just not. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've, we, what has politics done for us in the last 20 years between uh, Bill Clinton, George Bush, Barack Obama, and currently President Trump? We're still dealing with the same systemic issues. Mm-hmm. So it's not about politics that is the, is the concern in this moment. It is about, it is about the, the injustices that have been done, the lack of accountability, as we have seen, you know, a report came out today. Uh, uh, there were reports talking about how over the past couple of years, the same as um, the same Minnesota Police Department had 44 incidences of people being handled by the police that ended up with them being unconscious. Great. So it's a systematic thing. And by the way, the same department had their officers trained on how to subdue a person appropriately by restraining them if it was necessary. So that right there is not about President Obama or President Trump or this was a problem in in Clinton's day. This is about an issue that's going on right now in our country, in our society, that needs to be addressed from maybe a local standpoint, a departmental standpoint, a state standpoint, maybe even a federal standpoint. But it doesn't mean that we bring politics into the situation because we're angry at our political opponents. And that's what I was very upset about and disappointed with her because she is better than that. But unfortunately, her outrage is inconsistent. And not only am I taking note to this, her family's taking note to this, her friends are taking note to it and highlighting what the issues are. And I keep trying to remind people we're angry and upset that this man, Mr. Floyd, was murdered. Right. And it's not only the fact that he was murdered and what was coming out recently, even today, that he was not only being held down by one cop, he was held down by three cops. And a combination of being uh, pressed down on your neck, 
and on your back, suffocated and killed him. They also, they, um, I don't know if you saw Eros, they, they assaulted him as well. Yeah. So. So that's what I'm pissed about. Mm-hmm. Because it makes, and my, my, my final point for, for now no, is for it. it makes mm-hmm. me upset because I can see myself, I can see that being me. Right. And I can see that being you. Mm-hmm. And I can see that being so many of our friends and family members. And I still am disturbed and hurt and bothered that a man who God only knows what he was, what he was going through, but we all witnessed it, felt that the only thing he can do in that moment was cry out to his mom as he died. Yep. Crazy. That's what I'm upset about. Yeah, it's unfathomable. That's it, it is crazy and it's it's sad and there's so many words you can use to, you know, explain or express what you're thinking. But I was I was gonna say about your point. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who follow their politicians to the end of the earth. And I don't feel like that's real politics. Mm-hmm. Uh here's why. No two people are the same, and I guarantee you there's n- n- no one on earth likes all of the same things. Meaning, if you follow your favorite politician, Barack Obama, let's say he was your favorite, I guarantee there are traits about him that you didn't that you didn't care for. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some policies that he implemented that you felt like weren't right. But because he was black or the first black president or whatever the case was, a lot of people overlooked a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Now, me personally, I honestly don't really follow politics. My wife handles all that. She lets me know what's going on. I listen. That's as far as I go. I don't do research into it, at least until recently. I didn't really do research into it. But I find a lot of people, and especially on social media, it's, it's, it's sad that if you have a politician, you follow this person to the ends of the earth, through hell and back, when the person could be wrong could be wrong the entire time you'll never admit it you'll follow this person knowing or believing that they're right or knowing that they're wrong you'll follow them anyway Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's not how this is supposed to go Mm -hmm. you know we we're supposed to you you have freedom you know a part of your freedoms is the freedom to pick and choose which politicians you like and what you do or don't like about them it's not to blindly follow anybody we're not sheep Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of people, not white, not black people, just follow politicians all through it. And, oh, they're the best person. They never made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, that's crap. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people hate the president, Mm -hmm. right? And regardless, he's our president, I'm going to be respectful. A lot of people hate Mr. President. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't blame them. I'm not against them. A lot of people love Mm -hmm. him. And, you know, when I'm around people that hate him, I listen. I genuinely listen. Mm-hmm. And when I'm around people that like him, I genuinely listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if he makes a rule or says something that's out of character for what I believe a president should be, I say something. And if he says something that I, I kind of agree with, I let people know. I can't say I disagree with that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's not my favorite president. I personally, I don't think he's a good president. Um. And I, we can go into details with that if you would like to talk about mm-hmm. it. But like he's 
in my opinion, he's done things that were like, okay, you know, the economy needed that. You know, like when he started, the economy took a huge jump. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it was really good. And then it, it dove and it's been down for God knows how long. But I was telling my wife, like, look, you know, it's good to have someone who's not a politician in there who's of a different mindset because they can bring a different mindset. They can bring a different change that we wouldn't have gotten if this person wasn't here. It's unfortunate for who it was. And, and a lot of the policies that he implemented just didn't make sense. Uh, but, you know, it's a, just a different perspective. I feel like we can use a different perspective. We need a different perspective for the injustice that's happening in America. Mm-hmm. You know, we need a different perspective to fix things. If everyone's looking at everything the same way, how can anything be changed? So that's my little spiel about Well, no, I mean, you <laughs> that, you, you hit the nail right on the head. And I, and I am a person who's very much involved, not involved, but I'm very um, in tune and informed with politics. Um, and basically what I would say is this. My thinking, my theory about what happened in 2016 was this. Mm -hmm. People were tired of the same politics as usual, and people wanted to change. You know, we see it every single election cycle. Everyone is like in red meat mode where they're tearing people apart in their own party. Um, And then once it's a fair conclusion of who's going to win that party's nominee, then everyone is kumbaya. And everyone is happy. Yeah. You've seen it with Barack Ooh. Obama when he was a candidate in 08, how Hillary Clinton was tearing him apart. You've seen it how yeah. um, people were tearing each other apart this last election cycle, both on the Republican side and the Democrat side. You're seeing it now when Democrats were running against each other and Joe Biden became the nominee, or essentially is the nominee. And people got tired of politics as usual. And unfortunately, what most people forget is that Hillary Clinton had a lot of policies that upset a lot of people, even in her own part. True. You know, there were times when people even believed that she threw President Obama under the bus to cover her own ass and that she was inconsistent with her politics, for example. Prior to her running for office in 08, she was against uh, gay marriage. Didn't even want to recognize it. And as soon as she, should, right. she decided she was going to throw her hat, her hat into the ring, she was for it. You know? Yep. And home. so this is, what, yep. this is what was bothering people. This is what was, was getting under people's skin. And they were like, you know what? Even if we don't know anything except for what we know about Trump being a celebrity... The nostalgia of the fact that he's a billionaire, the nostalgia of the fact that he was a well-known name, the nostalgia of the fact that he was a businessman, even though a lot of people believe the government cannot be run like a business because there's a lot of checks and balances. That's what people mm-hmm. wanted. He, they wanted, no matter how dis- were, that he was real and that you knew what you right. were going to get with him. And you've seen, it on, you've seen it publicly since even as early back as the 80s. You know, mm-hmm. where he attacked politicians and, you know, there was a change in the in the language because now when people started getting woke about certain things, in, in my opinion, and in this country, they, everyone was getting sensitive, 
some of the things that was acceptable back in the 90s is totally unacceptable in the you know in this era and the me too movement so right you know if you look back on youtube and you do your research and you do it a bunch of stuff there was things that he had a position on back in the 80s that has not changed in 2020 and yet the reason why people are upset is because it doesn't fulfill the social norms where that's no longer acceptable and president trump is in his 70s he ain't going to change and some people and some people love it and some people don't and that's why hillary clinton lost because there was also another group of people black people who felt that the democrat party only is around when they need votes and when they need black votes and then once they get elected into office you don't hear or see from them until the next four years or two years or six years. And people get tired of that. People wanted a change and we got it. And some people are happy about it and some people aren't. But to your point, I'm always about a person who's consistent with their outrage. And I can sit there and say, okay, I like, and, and, and not only consistent with their outrage, but who's fair and objective. I can sit there and say there are policies that I like about President Trump. And I mm-hmm. think that we needed that other presidents may have failed on. I, you know, I can say, for example, I liked his tough stance on North Korea. I like the fact that he told China that they were no longer going to be robbing America from wealth and you know, prosperity and taking jobs that we can be doing in our own, in our own country. I like those things. I also don't like when you're a grown man acting like a child when people like you and me would be crucified uh, if we acted in some of those yep. ways. And I call it out. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I think he's the best of the world's president? No. But if I'm judging him solely on politics or policies, there are things I like about him. There are things I don't agree with. There's things I don't think he has a clue of what he's doing. When it comes to behaviors, his behaviors don't align with mine. And therefore, I'm not going right. to sit there and blindly support whether I voted for my man, voted for him as my man or voted for Hillary as my woman. I'm not going to sit there and defend the indefensible. And that's what I think the problem is, is that people have this notion when if you do something, right, or if you believe in something, you have right. to stick with it and you will go out of your way to find ways to, to find support in your in your beliefs and i and i think that's wrong and i think that's probably part of the reasons why we have such a divide because people want to stick with a decision and they don't want to admit that maybe perhaps things are not perfect and we and people like you and i know that things aren't perfect and it's okay to say things are wrong it's okay to say that but for some reason there are people who don't want to do it and i think that's wrong true true Hey, so we have another. Hey, what's going Trey, on? What's up? Guys? Hey, uh, what's going on? I'm Mike. How does that sound? Sound all right? Good. Okay. Good. You sound great. What's going on? Ah, uh, the country's gone mad, <laughs> and we're and we're uh, processing everything that's been going on this last week, and you know, frankly, in our history, and why people are upset, and you know. What's going? What people think about it, and what can we do about it? You know, uh, it's just weird time. Mm-hmm. Weird time right now. It's a real, real weird time. It's a, it's it's really frustrating so, to me. But guys, make... 
No, no, no. no. I was, I was just going to say it's, it's kind of frustrating it. to me because, like, what, what I see people doing, I see, like, when I was a kid, I would always hear, like, Americans say, oh, you know, freedom of speech and, you know, be an individual. But now it just seems that everybody I'm seeing is just so comfortable with, with just following behind like what what the norm of they you know what society says like oh this is acceptable this is acceptable you can do this you can do that and if you're not doing the right thing you have to like publicly apologize certain groups are and it's really just like it's mind-boggling to me how he went from like people wanting to be free to now it's just like people are just like giving our freedoms away like and they're like rejoicing about it and i just it's mind-boggling because nobody as an individual, you, you wouldn't say, if somebody came up to you and say, hey, I'm going to put you to, to live in this cage, you wouldn't be okay with that. But the people who mm-hmm. are running the country, right. they're basically taking our freedoms away one by one. And we're just like, okay, 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 okay. And it's just like, I see so many people, oh, I support this, I support this person, I support this person. And I'm just looking at like, all right. You know, you're pro Hillary, you're pro this guy, or whatever. And I'm just looking like, all right, well, look at the look at the policies that these people are like implementing, and it's 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 ridiculous. Like, it's like if you're if you're one is it's like they give you two bad choices, and you have to decide which one of these bad choices is you know what I mean is the bet is the better of the choice. Oh, I'm gonna kill you with a knife, or I'm gonna kill you with a gun. Which one do you choose? I don't choose any of them. You feel what I'm saying? It's just to me, it's right. really frustrating. And with everything that's going on, I mean, starting from like when I when I seen the coronavirus hit, and I'm just like, all right. At first, I was taking it kind of lightly, and then when I seen that they were starting to put in place laws that were gonna outlive the virus, I'm just like, hold up. This is like this. This just seems like it. I don't. I don't know, but it, it's just very weird. And it's funny how in the last couple of days, mm-hmm. it's just like it went from Corona social distancing and all this stuff. And now it's just like all these rights. And, and I'm just like, wait, hold on. What happened to the virus? Even though, you know, I work in healthcare. So I'm seeing that it, besides people who are um, like basically terminal, or if you have like, like pre-existing um, diseases, stuff, yeah, stuff, stuff that like can kill you, like respiratory issues, asthma, stuff like that. Like you're very susceptible. Like this stuff can actually kill you. It, it is like that, but you know, the flu is like that also. But it's mm-hmm. it's definitely worse than the flu. But if you're old and you're you're sick, like these people were actually dying. And I'm just like it's funny because when you look at like um I think I was watching like a program like a couple of years ago and it was like, yo, people are now living a lot longer and people aren't living longer and like healthier lives. They're living longer, but they're on like all these medications. They're in the hospital and there's a lot of people in nursing homes and they're not contributing to society, so they say. And what would be the perfect way to ease the burden on these insurance companies? Like, so, I mean, not to go off on a crazy tangent, but it's just like, how many people do you know that you personally know died from coronavirus? I don't know, not one. Personally, like me personally. Same. Like, if you really think about it, how many people you know? And if you do know somebody, it may be like, and and exclude anybody who's, who's like old, you know, like 60s, mm-hmm. 70s, or like somebody who was like actually sick, like anytime, any, and it's just like, I don't, and I, I, I was watching people die. I work on a COVID unit, on a Corona unit, and I was watching like the, and the only people who were dying 
where the people who were already sick or who were like terminal had something really wrong with them. Normal people like you and me, twenties, thirties, forties, walking in, yeah, they were they were down and they were feeling horrible for for like you know what I mean a week or two, whatever. Then they recovered and they were letting people go daily. They started with I think they had like five units in my hospital mm-hmm. that were corona. Now they're down to one. But yet mm-hmm. these laws that they have in place now, they're, they're going to be here for a long time. Because you just look at like before all this, like, oh, Trump wanted mm-hmm. to build a wall. If if Trump in one of these days comes and says, you know what, with all this Corona stuff going on, let's let's build this wall. Listen, I'm out of here, man. Because <laughs> they not they they not building that wall to, to keep people out. And with with the martial law now and everything, I mean, it's just trending in the wrong direction. You give people power, they're gonna they're gonna go as far they, as they possibly can until somebody actually stopped them. If we don't start sticking up for ourselves, we're going to be in some real issues. And sorry to go off on a tangent, but it's just like, to me, I've just been watching this for a long time. Like, I really I really try not to vote. If I'm going to vote, it's going to definitely be um, independent. And, you know, even like the independent guys, they still, you know, they, their stances are so, like, far to, like, one extreme that I never, I, I, I'm never that, extreme in like most things i'm i'm able to like have an open mind and if i'm wrong i can switch without having to be gun ho but it just seems mm-hmm. like these people you know it, and, and it's like you never hear a politician say oh i was wrong and you know maybe change his stance but come come at it from a point like yo i'm wrong they just ignore it and they just tell you what you want to hear just so that we can continue or continue as the status quo it's just like it's it's pretty dumb to me and I don't know why so many people are, are like, you know, like, okay with just continuing to, oh, yeah. And they push it into me to, oh, yeah, go vote, make sure you vote. But what am I voting for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and, Before I comment. And, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, Kate. Oh, scary. I can. Can you hear us? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everybody. Hi, hi, That's Kate. Kate. Hi. Uh, Kate on the line. I'm hey, Carlos. Carlos, Trey, and Jamal. Hey, Kate. It's Trey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> Just uh, tired of arguing with people. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't even argue with people anymore. It, it, it's it, if if you allow yourself I, to argue with people. Like in this day and age, you you've automatically lost. Because if if you look at two people arguing from afar, you can't tell who's right, who's wrong, who's smart, who's stupid. You can't tell. That's why. I, that's true. I hear you. And sorry, Trey. That's one of the reasons why I definitely want to start this particular podcast. So people can come in. You can say your point of view. Maybe change somebody's mind. And then feel like you've actually done something. You were actually to, able to speak and feel like you were heard. So that's why we're doing this. I just wanted to put that out there. Trey, you can continue. Um, I mean, I think I went on for like, you know, I think I was rambling for quite a bit. I mean, uh, I have so many issues here. Okay. Somebody else. So, <laughs> so I, have, I have a question for um, both Kate and Trey. Carlos and I, we already spoke about it, and we can mm-hmm. wrap around to us again. But how do you guys feel about the riots specifically? Not the protesters, just um, the riots. Oh, Kate, I, sp- <laughs> I just spoke for like 20 minutes, so you want to take this one first? <laughs> so, um, so my big thing I've kind of been telling people and what I've been posting about and talking to my family about is if this happened two years ago, I would have a different perspective than I have now. 
um, I'd probably be like most of my family members and be pissed and be like, you know, oh, you know, there's good cops. Why is this happening? Like, now you're putting these people in bad positions. And I feel like now my point of view is, of course, I don't agree with it, but I understand why it's happening because people are fed up. Um, there's all, obviously there's people who are opportunists and just take advantage of the situation. It's, oh shit, free stuff. Um, but, mm-hmm. and then yeah. when I say that to people, why I understand, it's like, I get immediately attacked of like, well, what if this was your property? And what if it was this? And I said, of course I'd be angry and upset. But like I said, I would still say what I said. I understand why it's happening. I gave a good example of like something so not even as, as far as race or anything like that, but family dynamics, say a family member, your brother, sister, whoever keeps picking on you about the same issue over and over again. And finally that one day you snap and you're like enough. I can't. I, and you flip out on that person. I, I feel like that's kind of what's happening is people have, are snapping and they're like, and plus the pandemic being cooped up for three, four months, I think has played a big part in it too. Mm-hmm. So um, do I condone it? No. Do I understand why? Yes. I guess that's kind of my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Trey, All what right, do you think? So, I mean, in this regard, I got a, a couple of points. and uh, Unfortunately for our when I'm online, the first thing that I, I see, I, I see people who are actually, you know, out there protesting, being peaceful and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. But then I, I see um, the people who are going around and just like destroying and looting and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I tend to look at um, uh, news sources that aren't like affiliated with like anything major and I and I try to fact check so I try to go to different sources and what they're finding is that a lot of these places it's people who are coming into the areas who don't even live there and are just being opportunistic and taking advantage of what's going on number one number two I'm also seeing police officers I'm also seeing um just people who who are, who are not black who are sitting there and destroying like I, I was just literally before I came on here I was on Instagram and I was watching um uh, police officers in riot gear um smashing windows and it was on video and they didn't know that they were being recorded and obviously they're gonna blame you know the mob you know but it's just like mm-hmm. the the actual writing itself and people you know, people people are, are upset after a while it's just like if you feel as if you have no way to defend yourself it's like well, like what do you what do you expect people to do like you're just going to keep continuing to kill us and we're just supposed to be okay with that like you kill our sons you kill our daughters mm-hmm. you kill our 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 you know brothers and sisters and like you know i mean we have enough going on to the point where it's just like how much can people take and then on top of that, people just been cooped up for two months. Like Kate said, it's just, like people are going crazy. I leave the house every day because I, I leave the house and go to work. But it's just, you can't do anything. The moment work is over, I'm back in the house. And I'm just like, I can't imagine people who are just sitting in the house all day, every day. And now on top of that, if you do go outside, they're killing you. Like, what? 
Like for me, I don't care because if somebody, if 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 I was right, if it was me, and this stuff was happening to me, I don't care what anybody has to say. It it doesn't matter because I feel as if I'm being wronged, and when people feel as if they're being wronged, they're gonna snap. Doesn't matter what it is. It's nature. It's physics. You cannot create tension and not expect it to bite you back at some point. And this, yeah, agreed. Um, so. You're right. I mean, and I and I and I don't want you to discount you feeling like you're going on a tangent. I think this is why we're having this. I think there's a lot of right. things that are going on, and people need to talk about it. In fact. I don't think people talk enough about these issues, you know, and I think to uh, Caitlin's point, yeah, maybe a year or two ago or 10 years ago, we would have had the same conversation. It's sad for the moment. We get upset and grieve for about a week or two, and then it's back to the status quo. Now people, like you said, they're home. Um, we've grown in our technology, so it's very hard for people to deny the things that are being reported because we have it on video. We have it. We have proof that these things that we already have known that has been going on is actually going on and it's smack dead in your face. And people are angry and tired of it because it seems like we are we were at some point moving in the right direction where we were becoming aware and people, people's voices were being heard to a certain degree. We've seen movements in, for instance, like the Me Too movement. We've seen movements such as awareness for mental health issues, which has been still a progressive movement that you know still needs improvement, but it's moving in the right direction. And when you are turning on your TV... Or every couple of years or every couple of weeks, you're hearing a story about uh, another officer involved killing an unarmed black man. Especially when you hear that there are killings that are going on, like, for example, mass shootings. And those mass shooters are handled a lot differently than people who are either black or brown. People have had enough. And I and listen, I'll be the first to say and I've said it, I don't condone the riots, the violence, the looting, etc. But I understand that it comes a point in time mm-hmm. where when you take a knee and you're criticized and you peacefully protest and you're criticized and the same problems with the same people in place and the same institutions and the same results occur, people have had enough. And this is what you get. If you're not going to listen to us when we're civilized, we're going to cause chaos until you do. And as that happened, as, uh, as unfortunate as burning down the cities are, it led to their arrest and charges of murder within a matter of days, yeah, true. as opposed to one case that it took five years. Five years. If that was any one mm-hmm. of us, I don't care if you're black or white, if any normal citizen were to be involved in something that resulted in someone's death, we would have been in handcuffs that day. Yeah, so it's true. A, um, mm-hmm. could, I, could I um interject? Mm-hmm. Of course. A second. Um, don't don't don't. I agree with you uh, on like ninety percent of what you just said, but 
me personally, I don't feel as if we've been moving in the right directions because what I find is that a lot of people, they want to jump in for, for the fight when it's like opportunistic for them to join the fight. So I think like all this, like the Me Too movement and stuff, like when I see it, like when, when something's actually done and it's proven and, it's, and you know, something has happened, like I think the statute of limitations and that stuff, you know, people should definitely be prosecuted for it. But what you find is with all these movements and like, and you did say it, like these, these things, they, they need improvement. But I just find that, especially, especially with the Me Too movement, a lot of a lot of people are just coming forward and saying things that aren't exactly true, just to get a point across. And anytime we deal with these kind of issues, we we got to deal with mm-hmm. both sides because just because you're pro something doesn't mean that that it's always going to be mm-hmm. the case when somebody reports something like so that that's why I'm like on both sides of the fence I have pros and cons with everything with the me too even with these riots I'm like you know to a certain extent mm-hmm. I agree you know I would never go against it but at the same time you know I can see it from the other side too that it's it's not a good look mm-hmm. for us and but you know like what are we going to do though so that that was the that was the only thing and I just I just feel as if anytime there's like these big social issues like we do talk about it, but they, I, I feel as if like we don't have the leadership to put things in place to actually really fix anything. Because they say, you know, you know, to not to make fun of Trump or his movement or anything, but when he's like making America great again, when was it ever great and who was it great for? That's my question. Well, well, you're right. I mean, I, that, I mean, I it leads to a larger question: What are we going to do about it? You know, um, I was just telling I was just telling um, the group the other day that I said, you know, isn't it interesting, you know, and this, you know, this and this is probably the only relevance that I have in terms of people being in place in order to make institutionalized changes. I said I found it shocking this this past year or the year before that there was Congress people, people in Congress that were saying that they were sitting in on their third impeachment trial. Their third! Which means that they, the same people who have been instituting policies for years have been in there since Richard Nixon. Yeah, it's a a lifetime position. And (laughs) you you can have it for life. It's crazy. You know, I don't know how old everyone is, but let's just say we're in, you know, the age range of 25 to 35. When we're 65, we're still going to have the same mentalities as if we were in our 30s. What worked for us, we're not being represented about the times that need to change because there are people who either are incompetent to change them or they they just don't want to change them. Because what people do and i was just saying this is that they rely on you know whether it's your 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 age or your ignorance or your or your ethnicity or your demographics that you are going to keep voting the same people in because that's what you Mm -hmm. know and they're going to continue doing what they're doing Mm -hmm. what do people want with power they want more power they're not willing to give up power you know and who suffers at the end of the day? 
the people they're supposed to be representing. So if we have, for instance, a police department, such as the one that was involved in this tragic incident, where over the past several years, there had been a report of 44 incidences within those years of citizens being, as a result of a police detainment, known to be unconscious. Even after the fact the police, this department, went through training in order to avoid these incidents from happening. Where is the accountability? Who has to make these people accountable? And how long is it going to take or how many people have to die or how many cities have to be destroyed or families? We don't even talk about the families of these victims. How many more of these incidents have to happen in order for people to take a stand like today like these past couple of days, but now you're seeing police officers protesting, taking knees, uh, doing things in solidarity, which is which is great. But why does it take a, a nationwide mm-hmm. protest and riots for this to happen? I, th- I think it's I think it's because it's it, they they treat us as if we're like the microwave culture. Like the individual doesn't matter. It's, it's as long as the system keeps going and everybody does their part, you know. Un, until we until we stop contributing to this broken system the way it is and force them to change it, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be any change. We're gonna be doing the same thing over and over again, complaining and rioting and all this stuff. And until we actually stop giving them the power to do this, like we have to like make a change at some point. Like this system is not working. Like, look how hard it is to 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 just feed your family. Like, like who 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 is doing like who in this country right now can say like besides you know like the I guess the very wealthy that that they're they're enjoying like the fruits of their life. You working and you seeing the progress and you know you're able to like enjoy. You have to work so hard just to make a living. You know it's hard to even live by yourself, even if you mm-hmm. make pretty good money. It's just like for, for for like the individual, we don't even have time to take care of ourselves. But then we're supposed to stop and mm-hmm. figure out what we're gonna do to topple this. We we need like competent mm-hmm. leaders, and this is I guess where where the voting would would come in, where maybe we can get together and pick people who are actually competent. It doesn't have to be oh they're gonna go and and who's the best of the Democrats and they're gonna do all these primaries and all that stuff. How about we get somebody who's actually going to do something? Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but So, please. I think, mm-hmm. like, a big realization I came to today was um, I think the problem with what you guys are saying is that no one's willing to admit there's a problem. That, especially, uh, I'm, a, I'm a white female. I think with white mm. people, the problem is, is if you admit there's actual racism and problems with black people, then it's admitting to themselves that, you know, they're just letting it slide and, and not taking a stand and not saying something. And I think I see that every time I try to engage with somebody about a conversation, it's always like, well, these are examples of things that I happened to me. And I'm like, but that's not what I asked you. Like, it's always like excuses or, 
it's never just saying there's a problem and it needs to be fixed and it needs to change, you know? And I think it'll never change until people say it needs to, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. And I feel the same way. It's waiting, waiting for people to just, I, I feel like, I don't even care if you admit that you're wrong. Like, we can admit that someone somewhere is wrong. It doesn't have to be you. But we can all understand that something has to be changed. If you're not worried about people of color dying, all right, cool. You know, that's your business. I I don't understand how you can't worry about anyone, period, dying. But if that's not what you're worried about, fine. What are you worried about? How can we be on the same page and that can get everybody Mm -hmm. what they want and that can make a change? You know, like we have incidences where it's not just black people dying. We have mass shootings. What do we in this country? We have the most mass shootings in this country in the world. Like there are a lot of issues here that that need to be addressed. And I agree. It's just leadership. We need to get Mm -hmm. the right leaders in place to be able to start making these changes like common sense gun laws. I have nothing against guns, but I also don't mm-hmm. think you need a machine gun uh, to protect yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I can understand if you're playing a video game, I can get it. I understand it, but you, you don't need it. Now, if you have a hunting rifle, go for it. Hunt. I, I would never say don't do it. If you're going to, for sport, feed your family, go for it. I, I'm not fighting you. you know, but I feel like just the simple, the simplest things that can give Families just a little bit of a better quality oh, of life. It's just someone's against everything. You know, if you if you're trying to do something with healthcare, pharmaceutical company, if it's guns, NRA, if it's this, it's these people. It's like everybody, and it's it's like it's just profit. Like you're cutting into someone's profit if you make any sort of a change. And with that being the case, nothing is probably Don't going to change. Don't get me started on healthcare. Don't get me started on healthcare. Someone's pocket. <laughs> So it's it's a hard yeah. Whole, I mean, but but that that's that's everything. That's, that's, right there. Yeah, that, that's this insurance culture. But but um, I I think exactly. um, I think the issue is is that we have a lot of issues, but when it comes down to like having adequate solutions, like mm-hmm. somebody point blank saying this is a solution I'm willing to try, and we actually move forward with it, that we we don't have that. We just we just say I'm outraged. There's an issue. And from, from all sides, and, and there's nobody who's ever willing to say they because if you ever look at like the politicians who are, um, who who are, um, what is it when they're running for office and they're giving these speeches and oh yeah we're gonna make all these jobs da, 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 we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and they never tell you how they're actually gonna do it they never go into detail as to what the things that they're gonna do oh yeah oh you guys oh oh oh, oh you guys are the farmers yeah we're for the farmers we're for you. And it's just like, okay, well, if we don't have any viable solutions, all right, because what I'm going to say is I was, I was taking a, um, a sociology mm-hmm. class a couple of years ago, and they were going into, like, how the Jews were when they um, immigrated yes. to this country. And when, when the Jews mm-hmm. came to this country, right, they, they were persecuted, like, very bad to the point where they had to change their name. So do you, you know what the Jews did? What the Jews did, they formed communities with their own people. They put. They started putting individuals into powers of position, in lawyers, doctors, judges, 
politicians. And what did they do? They started mm-hmm. implementing policies to benefit their communities. The problem with the black community is that everybody is for self. It's a me community. And it's not and it's not to bash us because we we a lot of a lot of um other cultures the the onus is on the family like they focus on family here they say how you know i'm 18 i'm a man i'm moving out and it, it's how you're raised you're raised to be for me and when you're for me and there's no togetherness you're never gonna feel as if the person who's standing next to you is my brother unless that is your brother but with certain groups they don't stand for it they get together and they support each other and that's what i think we're lacking we we can't even we can't even date you know off the opposite sex a lot of times and mm-hmm. agree and you know keep our mm-hmm. families together for the most part so how yeah. are we supposed to fight against you know a whole system that's targeting us every single day if we can't even stick together as individuals you know what i'm saying i try and support you know True. black business businesses and you know I i try and just you know be you know, represent my blackness, my family. I, I try and do it, everything. And I find the most issues that come within the community. And I think we have to do a better job, you know, within our communities and with our own people, you know, before we look at other, um, you know, other cultures to, you know, come and save us. We need to, you know, take some accountability for the choices that we're making also. And we need to start putting ourselves in some of these positions and uh-huh. start fighting against these powers that are targeting us. Every I day. agree. And, and and that's just me personally, and and I I just I just, I just found it interesting because no, I was like I, I yo, a whole community, when they came when the Jews came here and because even the, the the dude who owned the Clippers he was a Jew and he had to change his name his name was like Schwartz or something, and and he changed his name to Sterling, you know just so that they would like mess with him because they wouldn't even like that he he couldn't get loans he couldn't do anything like. He changed his name just so he can get in those circles with these white people. And, you know, I mean, then I guess, you know, he made all his money and whatever. I mean, the guy was still clearly racist. But, you know, they don't stand. They don't like, you know, we sit there and we take a beating and complain about it. But we have to actually do something. We need to put ourselves in a position of power. You know, every time. We um we get like um people who, who are like going to these colleges and you know like we need more lawyers we need more doctors and we need more people who are willing to put themselves on the line and more people who are willing to support the people who are putting themselves on the line and start you know creating like yeah they have these little things that they do for the communities but we need to to put people in a high enough position where they're gonna actually make these votes and implement changes where we can see it on the ground level. And, that's how and, and you know, and you're right, and and I mean, unfortunately, you know, uh, the black community does not look out for one another. In fact, they find ways of putting each other down than lifting each other up. And you know, you see someone, for instance, when I mm-hmm. I give an example of you know what I what I went through. You know, I decided, you know, a year after uh, I graduated high school that I was going to, I accepted to go to a school in Massachusetts. And, you know, I was happy about it. I wasn't sure Mm -hmm. if I was ever going to be in college. It was something I wanted to do. And most people in my family had done it. And, you know, I got criticized 
decided that I wanted to explore and see what more was out there rather than, you know, aside from New York. And the criticism I got was, quote, what you think you better than us. And I'm saying to myself, I have an opportunity. And some of these people, they had the same opportunity, just chose not to take it. But I have an opportunity and I'm taking it. And your response, instead of saying, good job, I'm supporting you, I'm rooting for you, is that you think you're better than me. How is that? How is that even? So, again, it's like, but I guarantee you, when I am successful, those same people would believe that my success is their success and they're entitled to my money and my hard work. Right. You know, so it's so it's like we 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 absolutely I've said this before. Mm -hmm. We are our own worst enemy and we cannot and, and, and communities, not just the black community, but communities in general who don't rally behind good things and you know, who don't support one another in times when they should are the type of people who are going to destroy themselves because you can't force other people to respect you as a group of people or community if you're not respecting yourselves. Same circumstances with women. If women aren't, yeah. you know, are not demanding respect as a collective voice, how do you expect men to respect them or anybody for that matter? You know, I, I just think that it's just you, you, you hit the nail around in the head. But the problem is people don't want to hear that. Because even if you say certain things that is against that comes off as being against your your quote unquote own people, then you're looked at as like you're the devil or you're supporting the wrong cause or or you're a traitor. I mean, you I don't know if you guys listen to sports, sports radio, but you hear you hear it all the time with Stephen A. Smith, who's on ESPN. He takes a lot of hard views that are not popular mm -hmm. amongst, you know, black people, but he's fair. A lot of times he's not wrong. But then he gets attacked on yeah, sure. social media, calling him a sellout, calling him, you know, he's doing X, Y and Z. And he's trying to promote people in his community and lift them up and point out that and point out the same thing you're saying. Yeah, but the internet is full of cowards, though. So I, I don't even I don't I don't even base anything off of the internet anymore because when you can hide behind a screen, people say the worst possible things just to try and destroy you. So I don't I don't even go off that. But I have the issue when they're doing it to your face. You know, when we can't even take care of our people, like you know, that's standing right in front of you. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. And I agree with you completely. I mm -hmm. agree with you completely. This is an and this is an extreme case. I know we spoke about this before, but even Colin Kaepernick, everybody hates this guy. Um, and realistically, all he did was kneel. You know, he wasn't disrespectful um, about it. And I'm, I'm, I was never a fan of his, you know, I, I respect what he was doing, but I was never like, he wasn't on my team. He was just another football player to me. That, that's how I looked at it. Oh, a football, football player is kneeling. Great. But there were a lot of people, there were a lot of black people who actually didn't like him because of that, because he took the knee. And it was just weird to see how anyone, period, but how black people could say such horrible things about this guy when he did nothing violent and and 
he just wants to see change. Like he's he was trying to get change the best way he knew how. He was using the vehicles that was appointed him, and that's what he did. And then now, when we have the riots going on, everybody's getting mad at the people who are rioting. So you don't want us to do it peacefully, and you don't want oh, us yeah. to riot. What do you want us yeah, to sit I've down seen, and shut I've up and go meme. stand in the corner? Um, this, I don't know. It's a white lady. I'm not too familiar with her, with her name, but she she's always like giving like these fire reviews, and she's like, I don't even understand what this is about. And she was the same one who, when Ka- Kaepernick kneeled, she had an issue with it. Oh, you're disrespecting the flag. Da 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 da. Yeah. Oh, yep. Uh, Tammy said, and somebody Lawrence. called her out on it. They said, mm-hmm. when they did it peacefully, you complained. So this is what you guys asked for. Like you can't ask for war <laughs> and then get upset. It's like you taunt somebody and say, "Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna mess you up. I'm gonna mess you up." Eventually, they're gonna think you're serious and they're gonna get you mm-hmm. first. Or yeah. if you're attacking people, what do you think? Yeah. yeah, they may say, "Hey, you know what? I'm not really trying to get myself in trouble." But listen, listen the bullies—they're getting it now. They're gonna get it. You keep bullying somebody, there's gonna come a time where they're gonna come after you. Caitlin, I have a question for you, and I pose this, and I pose this to a lot of my friends who mm-hmm. are white. Do you feel, as a as a as a white person, that you have difficulty speaking up about issues like this because there is a fear that you perhaps have that you may be labeled a racist or you may not be for the cause because you may have an opinion that may differ with other people. Like, what are your thoughts about moments like this and your outrage or your thoughts um, in general? Well, you kind of guys hit it on the head when you said if you're not for what your people are saying, then you're against it. You know what I mean? I think that's been my issue the last couple days is I'm speaking up saying it's not right I get why this is happening and then I'm being told you know like well you know you 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 weren't handed a silver platter either and just because you're not black you know I'm trying to like explain it how people have been saying it lately like I was raised by a single mom and it was, oh, well, you, you know, you decided to, to have a college education and da, da, da. I'm like, it's not the same. It's just, and that's where I get most of my frustration is I have opened my mind and opened my heart to different situations that not everyone has the same cards dealt to them. I've done home care. I've done work in inner city and how, yeah, everyone says it's motivation. You need motivation to make something of yourself. I don't think it's that. I think some people, you know, can't help the situations they're in and do need how you kind of made the comment of, oh, you're going to college to better yourself. Oh, what do you think you're better than yourself? Better than us? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that stigma for those people that they need to stay around and help their family or do whatever the circumstance may be. But yes, I do feel some mm-hmm. type of way that, like, I can't. I feel like as a white person, I'm always going to be wrong. Let's just put it that way. Like, I can't stick up where I want to stick up, but I also can't deny what I want to deny. Like, it's it's just a, such a gray area of – it's hard. It's really hard to mm-hmm. 
And I think, especially I have reached out to a lot of my black friends recently right. and have said, look, I love you. I want to hear you like educate me. Like, and that's all like everything you guys are saying, I'm taking it in and just like, wow, that makes sense. And just like it, I think that's all what it comes down to is just having an open mind and open heart and just realizing your situation is not someone else's situation. And just mm -hmm. because you are an educated black man doesn't mean you don't see racism. Like, that's what I kind of been trying to tell people. I'm like, just because I have plenty of friends that are educated doesn't mean they don't walk into a store and someone looks at them just because of their skin color. I wish it wasn't mm -hmm. that way, but unfortunately people don't see that. They can't, you know, scan you and say, oh, you're a good person. It's just, it's only going by what they see. And another good point was I talked to one of my gay friends who obviously go through a lot of hate and and stuff said to them and done to them. But the difference between that person and a black person is it is the skin color that you can automatically point out, oh, that's a black person and I need to feel this way towards them. But as a gay person, you're not going to outright see that on somebody. And I think when people say it's not about race, I think it's total bullshit because it is. <laughs> you know, it's what it comes down to is, I'm judging you on your skin color. That's that's the bottom line of it all, of everything mm -hmm. that I've heard in the last couple days. And I'm just like, if I could record you and play it back mm -hmm. to yourself, like conversations I'm having with people, I'm like, then you would understand what I'm saying. But they just don't, they can't clear their mind enough to really even, it's, it's just straight and narrow. They only have their own opinion and it. it's really hard to, uh, yeah, that's why I said I when I messaged you, I was like, it's been very frustrating the last couple of days because it's like you try to get your opinion across and I don't need you to change your view. I just want you to understand. But I guess that's kind of in a way telling you to change your view, right? Mm. <laughs> you know? No, not necessarily. No, that's actually two different things. Because you're just trying to make mm -hmm. sure, like, you're trying to uh, state your frustrations and your point. People don't have to agree with you. They should still respect what you're saying. We're not savages. No one here, period, we're not savages. We're not, we're not built to be horrible people, I hope. So mm -hmm. we should be able to sit down and have an honest conversation about real issues to see change yeah if we can't do it as citizens right. how can we expect our leaders to do it if we can't even do it so i i completely agree with what you're saying completely they don't have to understand they don't have to agree and let me rephrase they don't have to agree but they should be able to understand just where you're coming from maybe this is hitting you harder than other people because your best friend is black or you had a black friend that was abused or followed or you know, you've, you've seen something mm -hmm. that's changed your mind. They should just respect it. That was the first thing. The second thing I wanted to say is a lot of the people who who are abused or killed by a cops, white, black, whatever cops, they're teenagers. They didn't have a chance to show what they are going to be when they grow up. They, they didn't get that chance. So to say that they should have done this or they should have mm -hmm. done that, you can only do what your parents want you to do until you're 18. So they can't just go somewhere. They can't just 
do anything. It's just, that's it. So I feel like that was a real ignorant comment from whoever that was. And I'm not. Oh, and I, I gave I, an I example like too to of like, like that, but if my mom didn't, you know, anything. apply for student aid for so, me, I probably would have never went to college. And thank God I have a mom who's like that. And there's plenty of people out there that don't, you know, or who are too busy worrying about other things and worried about your child going to college, you know, mm-hmm. like, so. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a racial thing. That's just life. Some people are more on top of their kids. Some people aren't. Some kids are more on top of their parents. Some aren't. Some are just in messed up situations, no matter what race you are. And some aren't. So, and, you know, it's even if you go like single parent homes, you might have a mom that's way more on top of it than a dad is or a dad that's way on top of it than a mom is. You can't judge any book by just looking at it. You don't know what the person was going through to just make a blanket statement of that regard. Well, that's why I say there's gray areas not, in every situation. That's... You got to give everybody and some sort of a chance. Who has, oh, I won't name names, but, you know, people have told me, oh, you went to college. This is why you feel this way. And I'm like, what kind of dumbass comment is that? Like, I'm educated, so this is why I have an opinion? Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. And, and you know what? In a way, yes, because I went to school with other people <laughs> of other backgrounds and have heard their opinions, especially I'm in social work. Hello. Like, it's my nature to want to hear and understand people. So I think that's where I'm at advantage of mm-hmm. other people as well, because the whole point of social work is to be empathetic towards somebody and put yourself in their shoes. And those people can't do that. They can't, you know, they're in their own little mindset in their own little mm-hmm. life that like, if I said, people can't admit there's a problem. Cause it's like, Oh, my life's going fine. I don't want to deal with this crap. Like, <laughs> You know, well, I'm right outside, no, and I said, thank, and I said, thank God I'm so, not in Philly anymore. You're in Philly, I, right? They were, they were, all this was going right by my old house where I lived, and I, it would have been a scary couple last days, but I was still down there. Yeah, yeah. No, like where I'm in Ben Salem, so I'm right outside. You're on curfew as well, even though you're not in Philly. Like, like even my sister and my mom were working today, and there was all Mm -hmm. those protests going on right now. And my mom had to go all crazy different ways to get my sister and get her home. And it's 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 crazy down there right now. It's Mm -hmm. it's like. I, of course, like I was watching the news today, like I don't agree. A protester is going on the Vine Expressway, blocking off traffic. Like, come on, people are trying to get home to their kids and do what they got to do. Like, protests where they're telling you to protest, but like to stop major traffic, it's kind of like you're. It's I feel like you're gonna cause more chaos and and people are gonna die that way. And because then you have people in cars, you're putting that yourself at risk. In front of cars, it's just it's just been crazy down here. Watching it on the news. Yeah, I feel like people are sending their frustrations in the wrong direction because, like, a mom, a single mom 
who's working two jobs now because of Corona. I mean, she lost her job or whatever, and she's <laughs> just trying to go home to her kids, and she can't get there and then because you brought the highway. I look at it as cops that are I mean, in that situation, but, but, too, that are, like, just trying time, to calm though. down it's the situation up. and who are possibly, they are good cops, and then people are taking it out on them, and it's like, you know, it's, it's so... Well, when people are upset, mm-hmm. they don't, they, they're, that's, that's the issue right now. They don't care because they're, they're frustrated. <laughs> and they, they're not, they're not considering them because when we're considerate of other people, we're not being hurt. So, you know, to, for the people that are doing it, they, they don't see, they, they don't see themselves as being wrong because when we're going about life as a status quo, so mm-hmm. once we stop doing this, it's just going to go back to whatever. If we if we do not disrupt your regular way of being to make people feel uncomfortable, because the only way things are going to change is if you feel uncomfortable. If you don't feel uncomfortable, why would you ever feel the need to change? Like you said, oh, you yeah. can't even imagine being down there right now. It would have been a scary sure. couple of days. You would have been thinking in your head like, oh, man, like, you know, what can we do to be better? If if it doesn't affect your life in any way, you just say, "Oh yeah, yeah, damn, they killed that guy. That's messed up." All right, on with my day. How am I going to pay this rent? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? You know what I'm saying? So that that that's that's what I think we're kind of discussing. It's just like if it doesn't really affect you, are you are you willing to you know put put your put your nose in the battle? Are you? That's are you one of the to, first things you know, I posted. Your hands was, dirty? Is this quote? Of of justice aren't. will not be served until those who are unaffected or as outraged as those who are, and that's plain and simple what it is, you know. Absolutely. Well, and I said it to my really close black friend this week, and I said I was like. For once, I said, yes, I am afraid to be white. I said, and that's probably the first time a white person has ever said that, you know, in the last couple of days, because I am. I work in Philly, and am I going to go to work this week? No. Luckily, mm-hmm. I can work from home, because I don't know what will happen or can happen and how people are feeling and, you know, take it out on the wrong person. It happens all the time. You see it happening, so... Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and I, I I think Trey, you brought up a good point. You do have to disrupt the norm. Like that was actually when I first saw the protest. Like originally, my first thing, my first thought was, well, you know, this happens. Someone dies, we protest. It goes back to normal, and so this isn't going to go anywhere. It wasn't until that you know we saw the riots start happening and CVS go down where I was like, well, we actually might see some type of a change. And we did. They immediately, right after that, you know, laws were passed. Um, I I can't remember what it was called, but if you're a cop and you're found of doing misconduct, you're like blacklisted for being a cop from every precinct. You You can't just transfer to another precinct and become a cop. If you kill somebody, you can't just transfer. Like, you're done. Um... So I think that it does take a little bit of anarchy, for lack of a better word, to incite change. And I said this on the last call with um, the U.S. Mm. is founded on anarchy. It wasn't peaceful. Nothing about the forming, according to the history books, there was nothing peaceful about the way the United States was formed. 
So it seems to be in the genes of whoever's running, we need to protest and do as drastic measures as possible to incite change. Now, I don't, I don't think that needs to be the case. And let me rephrase, because that's not accurate. I don't think that should be the case, but it is. And it's unfortunate. But the only way we're going to continue to see change is if people give pushback. I'm not saying you have to go out and hurt people or any of that, but something drastic is going to have to keep happening before we can see changes. And that goes across the board for all movements. We're going to have to see something drastic until people, until we either get different people in power, which is probably never going to happen, or until... Well, I wouldn't say never because most lives. most uh, empires usually last about like two hundred. You know, you know, we're 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 at the point where we can definitely see a major change in government because a lot a, a lot of empires don't last like as long True. as we've lasted, which is which is kind of funny to say. You know what I mean? Because it's like because when you think of the United mm-hmm. States, you think like we're we're like a nation that's like undefeatable. Like you know what I mean? How how, how could we ever? How could this ever not be America? And you think, but it's just like it's constantly changing every right. day. You never know. Like tomorrow, we we may be in a brand new nation in the blink of an eye. You know. <laughs> yep. And I mean, we can go into like different conspiracy theories, but there's so much going on that I wouldn't be surprised if this was China or Russia. They sent their operatives here to to start this beef so that they can attack us at a later date. Well, with our it's, leader, it's I, not going to get any better. That's, that's, that's what I fear. Uh, well, all the crap that's going he on. Keeps saying, um, things but, he keeps doing. I'm like, you just want an all-right war in your own country. Like, That's just where I feel like it's heading, and it's kind of really scary to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just pray that there's an election this November because well, and that's my no fear is he's going to win again. We, we like it's really king. sad to say. Like <laughs> that's true. I, honestly, I believe he's going to win again because no, there's. I mean, with, with the way this, yeah. the state is, there's there's no Democrat who's strong enough to take the power from him. Like there's there's they can't yeah, even agree amongst that. themselves who's the candidate now. Biden. A lot of people are really <laughs> not for that guy. I don't. I don't think he's strong enough to do it. So, uh, I don't see anybody who's going to beat him personally. And I, I'm thinking there's going to be, if not another four years election, it's going to. I think another, you know, however many years by force. Yeah. And so that's the problem is we need a voice of reason and we don't have that right now. So, like even our own governors are trying to to do the change and do what they need to do. He's trying to overtalk them and pretty much belittle them and. It, it's just like, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. Like, we, you make us look horrible to other countries. Like, they're laughing at us. Like, what are you doing over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I said that plenty of times, too. But, you know, he's, he's, he's being who he's always done. Even his mother has said, um, you know, he, I love my boy, but if, you, if mm-hmm. he's ever elected a public office... It will be a complete and utter disaster. Well, because he doesn't and speak like a politician. Words he speaks from his like own mother. We're hanging out in the corner so, talking to him. Like, you got to have some form of respect and, you know, the, the a point person you are and, and acknowledge that and, and talk to people with respect, you know? Absolutely. 
Was it true? Because like, I was feeling it was like a I don't joke know if or something. Today, yesterday, his son was wearing a T-shirt that said, "I miss Obama." <laughs> yeah. Do you really think he let his I, son wear that? I, uh, like that's what I was thinking Facebook, when I saw it. Like, there's no way he let CNN him walk out of the house it. like that. <laughs> well, son of a grown man, his son is grown. Just with his, his ego, like that's what I was like. There's no way he let that. <laughs> I had to say God. I missed something else, and someone crossed it off and put <laughs> yeah, it up top. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was funny, it would be super true. I don't think it's funny, but it's just funny to see, yeah. you know, things like that because it's probably true. He probably feels that way. Well, is there, a, from my yeah. perspective, is there anything I said that you question right. or well, think that I, fun, you know? Guys. A lot need of to like want... think about or like because this is the whole point of why I want to make sure like I'm not coming across the type of certain way or I'm saying the right things and uh-huh. I just all right, mm-hmm. I, I actually have a question so the, the people that the people that you're saying you're arguing with like who 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 are these people are you are you arguing uh, with people online is it people that you're actually like standing in front of are worth or arguing like, like, with. Why, why, why do you feel as if it, these uh, people, family and close friends, you, you, you need to speak? Yeah, yeah, worth arguing yeah. with. Okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, and I, and I guess, yeah, these are definitely the conversations that need to be had, you know, regardless of race, you know, because it's definitely going to affect everybody in this country. Okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I was just, I, I was just going to say, like, um, I don't even argue with people like online anymore Mm -hmm. like i've literally given up because i just see that it leads nowhere um and even sometimes in person like some people who are just um i'll present a view now and if um if 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 i can have a dialogue with someone then Mm -hmm. i'll gladly do it but if i see that it's a i'm i'm fighting a losing battle and they're actively just trying to undermine everything Not I true. say. I don't even have those conversations because I need to have a reasonable conversation. And Agreed. anyone who I can't have a reasonable conversation with, I, I just don't. I don't even have the conversation because it's just like I present a view. And if you're going to fight me that much, <laughs> that hard, I'm like, nah, I don't even argue with my girl like that. So sorry. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I think that you're doing the right thing by just talking. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. The topics are relevant. Just having right. open conversations that you, with family Absolutely. that you should just be able to talk about, yeah. that's normal. That's that's normal. Who cares what the topic is? You can talk about cars. You can like right. Fords and someone else can like Chevys. We can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? You can like basketball. I can like yeah. football, yeah. which is accurate here. You know, we can talk about it. We can You can tell me about your sports team. You know, you could think that, um, you know, one person can be racist, one person cannot. That's it's, If that's who you are, that's who you are. We can still talk about it. Like, we, you don't have to, we don't have to belittle each other. So I think what you're doing is right. I just think you don't, you don't need to talk to people who aren't going to give you the respect to listen to what you right. have to say. That's my opinion. I don't care who you are. You can be yeah. family. You can be whatever. If you're not trying to listen to me, I'm not talking to you. 
Like, don't talk to me. And when you, when you need something, look another direction. If you couldn't even listen to what I had to say, I'm not asking you to agree with me. Just listen to me. Show me the respect that I will show you if, when you have something to say. And if you can't have that kind of conversation, then yeah. it's, I feel like it's time to talk to other people. That, that's just my opinion. Nothing against anyone's families or anything like that, but we need to talk. But the issue right now is people aren't communicating. That's why we are where we are. The right well, I think conversations the, are not happening. The certain no family members I talked to, to were else. a little more open right. towards the end of the conversation. It. It, you know, they were so listening more. Um, my one friend, I know it'll never go anywhere. And I that's why we started going and she kept going and I stopped because I straight up told her, I was like, I already have blocked you on Facebook because I already know when this stuff started, the stuff she was going to start posting. And it sucks because, of course, I love you as a person, but like that side of you I don't I don't love and it's like mm -hmm. it's it's hard to see that person do you know do that and you want to engage because you want to be like look this is my point of view take it or leave it that's pretty much what I said to her. I was like you can wave your flag I'll wave my flag and, and that's it <laughs> like at the end of the day you have your opinion I have my opinion and that's it um so and like I said, next, you know, I always try and tell her, I don't, when I'm around her, I don't want to talk about politics. You know, she's a Trump supporter. I'm not like, I'm always like, just leave it at that. Like, and we're not going to talk about it. So. Right. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because Marie is full politics. She, she lives off of politics. She loves all of it. And I'll sit back and I'll just listen. So I'll listen to her have conversations with other people. You know, I, I, I won't chime in because it's not my cup of tea. If she asks me a question, I'll answer honestly if I have an opinion. But I've seen people like, um, I, I'm not going to put names out, but like she had a huge argument about race a few years ago. And this person was just like really belittling her comments. To the point where I was like, well, this isn't going to happen. We're not going to have conversations this way. If if she can't even be heard, we're not having these kind of conversations. Um, and they and they he realized what was going on and he kind of chilled out with it. Yeah. But it's like we need to just talk, guys. Like that's important. Whether you're friendly or not, you guys got to talk. You guys don't have to agree. I think everybody's so everybody is so butthurt. Everyone is so sensitive. Everyone has to be on everyone has to have their mind changed or everyone wants to change everyone's mind about everything. And if you don't see my side the way I see my side, where we just can't to talk, piggyback, and I don't just to piggyback to off that, that needs to change. If you look at it as every individual sees themselves as the hero in their own story. And if you're not willing to, to look past that mm -hmm. and see that, you know, we are all fallible and, you know, some of our ideals mm -hmm are not necessarily the right thing at all times. Nobody knows everything. If you're not willing to open up your mind and have the conversations that we need to have, we're going to be stuck. Yeah. We're be stuck. And it's, it's, I was going to say, like, people are, it's I know I have it. friends that are Trump supporters, and I'm not going to stop being friendly just because you do, you know, you do that, but don't put your opinions down my throat either. We can talk about it and discuss things, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're going to have your opinion, I'm going to have my opinion, and and I think the biggest thing is you're talking about significant others. I think that is probably a, 
out of anyone in your life, your significant other is probably the one that don't have to agree on everything, but you guys kind of have to have somewhat of the same view or it would, could really mess up a relationship, you know? And that's one of my criteria. I mean, I've been on line dating for God knows how long. <laughs> Finally have probably found a good one. And it's like, you know, he has fully backed me up on everything I've been saying. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know, I support everything you're saying. And, you know, so I admitted to him, like, I know if I went to his family, his, you know, because he comes from small town, I know I wouldn't be able to have the same conversation with your family. And I know that. And I'm not going to go into that house saying, oh, I'm going to change these people's views. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to do that because that's a waste of time. But. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to accept that, you know, you're not you, people aren't going to see things your way. And, you know, it's it's up to you, you know, if you, right. if you decide to have the conversation, you know, you may not get the response that you that that you're you're looking for, because a lot of people are ignorant. But if you if you are the bigger person, mm-hmm. then you can say, hey, you know what, I, I, I'll try and have the conversation to at least start it, you know, try to implement mm-hmm. some change. But if it's not working, you, you know, you can concede and say, hey, you know what, I'm not going to do this. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they have to have, you know, they have to win the battle. They have, they have to, um, you know, like win. Oh, you know, you have to see things my way. And I'm just like, I, 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 I never operate in that manner. And I, I try, you know, I, I can be very hard headed if I want, but <laughs> yeah, I can, whoa, I can, I can really be hard. If I'm, if I believe something, but what I what I will do though is if somebody has a kind of argument and you can speak to me respectfully, I'll have the conversation with you, and I'll give it a few days. And if if you make valid points and I think about it, I've changed my mind plenty of times on tons of issues. Yeah, you know. But w- what I believe, mm-hmm. I believe righteously, and that's how I live. And I don't want anyone to say I but agree. I think the bottom line of most of my yeah, conversation, especially in dealing with what we're talking about, is just for someone to say yeah, I understand. Same. You know, I don't want you to say you agree or this is right or this is wrong. Just be like, I understand. Right. That's it. You know, and that'd be a big accomplishment right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, a lot of the uh, conversations, like when uh, was a Friday night. I didn't sleep Friday into Saturday, I believe it was. I was up all night just posting online because I just couldn't sleep. Uh, then when I woke up, uh, finally fell asleep like six and woke up at eight or something. When I woke up, I guess a lot of people had seen a lot of my posts and there were a lot of comments. And mostly everyone agreed. I guess this my friend group. We all have, I guess, a similar mindset, which makes sense. But there are a lot of people who saw it extremely different. So I started reaching out. I started. I reached out to every single person. Anybody who posted, I reached out and I said what I thought or asked a question. And I always said, you know, open dialogue. Feel free to say whatever you want on every single post. There are a lot of people who were extremely one-sided about every aspect mm-hmm. about what's going on. The protests, the riots, um, the president, the cops, it's just one side. Like, I don't even understand how people are protesting. I don't understand why they're rioting. I, I want, I, you know, if someone died, okay, why are we rioting? You know, 
why are the cops even playing this? Why aren't they just putting this down? Blah, blah, blah. So a lot of these comments, and I'm just like, well, you know, people have been dying for years. You know, people of a specific skin color has been dying by the same group of people that's supposed to be protecting them. And, you know, it's not right. People are scared, blah, blah, blah. And they just refuse to see anything from anyone else's side. And I had, there was a, a girl who was just like really against everything that I was saying. And I wasn't arguing. It was all good. I was just putting points out. And I had people jumping in of all mm-hmm. skin tones, all races, just putting points in like, and don't forget about this. And don't forget about this. And, you know, v- really valid points. Um, and she was still like, like attacking everybody. And I was liking all the comments that I felt were valid. And she, you know, she made a point to say, well, you're not liking any of my comments. Well, I said, all your comments, I feel are not right or accurate. You're not, there's nothing, there's nothing good about what you're saying. Like, you, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to allow you to talk. And I understand what you're saying. But I'm not going to like, <laughs> you know, what, what you're saying um, and promote that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can say it, but I, if you can't at least see where someone else is coming from, then I don't know if I can have this conversation. Um, and she's still the same. You know, it is what it is. I don't really know her, so I really don't care. But it was, I just thought it was, it's, it's funny because, you know, we're talking about just being open and, you know, we're having a really great conversation, in my opinion where we seem to see things from the same side, which is cool. And, you know, we've disagreed here and there, but we're still listening to each other. And even if our opinions were different, even if I said these rights are dead wrong, don't care, you know, and you guys said, well, they're not wrong or they're wrong, but, you know, this happened and this happened. And, you know, we're understanding. And I think um, I'm going to try my best to get more of these podcasts together so we can have people do that. People just understand and, Hopefully, we can start making change this way. We can open (laughs) conversations and change some people's minds. So, anything else anybody want to add? I think I talk too much personally, but (laughs) no, no, I think I'm pretty um, pretty good. You know, (laughs) opening the door to things like this is what. All right. Kate, anything you want to add? We'll make change and we'll, you know, slow but steady. But you know what? Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Thank you for listening to Social Justice, the New American Revolution. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the latest episode. And if you want to be heard, email us at thesocialjusticepodcast at gmail.com.